welcome to another edition of Moving Abroad. I am your host, Doug. Today's guest is Julia McRae. She's an expat living in Belize who moved from Canada. Looking forward to hearing her story. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Julie. Thanks so much. Looking forward to talking to you about Belize. Before we get into that, though, I'm curious, what part of Canada did you move from? Uh, Northern Alberta. So what's that near for the people that don't know that much about Canada? Edmonton, Calgary, Alberta. Okay. So were you born Canadian? Oh, absolutely. Have you lived anywhere besides Canada and Belize? No, I've lived in different places in Canada. Like we moved between Alberta and Nova Scotia, which is from one end of the country to the other, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Back in, we moved here. What year did you move to Belize? 2016. 2016, okay. So you've been there, I guess, three years, years or so? Two and a half, yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about what made you decide to leave Canada. We're both out of the cold and the snow and plowing and putting on ice and and uh, then my husband had uh, some some issues and he was off work for a little while and when it came time to go back to work he was uh, he wasn't able to and to get into his field as a, as a contractor they were looking for other people he had a hard time and he figured well let's let's retire and let's go south so we did so you were at retirement age or you retiring what people would consider early. Early. Uh, I was only uh, 50 when you moved down here. I'm just 53 wow. now. So. How about your yeah. husband, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, he's, uh, he's 58. Okay, so what is normal retirement age, would you say, for benefits and whatnot in Canada? Uh, usually around between 60 and 65. Y'all are way early. Awesome. Yeah. So how did, <laughs> you decided to retire early mainly because he was having a little trouble finding work in his field and you wanted to get out yeah. of the snow. There's lots of choices for that. How did you come across Belize and where else did you look? Well, we had I had been researching Belize online for a few years. We used to go to the Dominican Republic a lot and like that, but then decided that it was just too difficult and not knowing Spanish. So Belize was on our radar because it's English speaking. Okay. Um, that, that's the biggest reason we chose Belize. It's English speaking Caribbean country. And it's wonderful. My husband had only been to this country once. I had only been here twice prior to us moving. So English speaking was a big deal. I understand that the English there is still not the same probably as what you were used to. It's a little bit a mix between Spanglish and Caribbean, I heard. Oh, well, no, people speak English pretty good. There is a lot of... uh, a lot of Spanish as well, and Creole. Any any government agency, most people on the streets even uh, all speak English. Mm-hmm. If if they don't, they they'll find somebody who does, and they'll help you out if you're looking for something. Finances were a big part of it. You lose a little bit on the exchange rate by coming to Belize. How much did that Absolutely. factor into your move? Did that was that a big deal? Uh, it kind of sort of was, but we just didn't let it uh, let it stop us. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We we sold everything before we left. We didn't. Uh, we came back down in a half ton truck loaded with uh, everything we owned in the back of the truck and a dog mm-hmm. and a suitcase and a laptop. All right. So you decided to move to retire and you sold everything. Did you leave any family behind? Yeah, a little bit. We have, uh, but we were never um, close geographically to our family. Like Gary's family was in Nova Scotia. We were in northern Alberta and my family was in southern Alberta, uh, which is you know, quite a ways. So we actually talk to them of our family more often now with Skype and and um, <laughs> and YouTube and or I mean uh, 
why you know being on wi-fi it's just it's so much easier we can talk to all of our friends how did they react when you told them you were going to make this move oh they all thought we were nuts <laughs> <laughs> my boss at my last job thought it was i was uh crazy i told him when i first started it uh two years prior that uh, we were going to move to belize and he just looked at me and said oh are you still on that and he didn't take me seriously until we put our acreage up for sale why did he think you were crazy you think did he give you any reasons? No, he just didn't think that it, you know, he, he figures everybody has a pipe dream and they never follow through, but I'm one of those people who follow through. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. So two yeah. and a half years in, how is it so far? Are you glad you did it? Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. We have a little business here uh, in Santa Elena, Santa San Ignacio, in the western part of the country. We're only about 10 from Guatemala, but we have a little cabana business here. We absolutely love it. We get to meet people from all over the world, and we have a couple of long-term rentals, and it's just absolutely fantastic. So technically, you didn't really retire. You're still working. Well, very minimal. <laughs> <laughs> did you build those cabanas or buy some that were already in business? How did that work out? It was already. We've just done uh, all the renovation, painting, and upgrading. What kind of people rent this place that you have? Is it tourists mostly or people coming in for business? Mostly tourists. Well, 90, yeah, 99% tourists. People, we've had people from all over the world. We've had people from uh, Japan, Korea, uh, China, Australia, uh, the UK, England, um, all over North America, mostly Canada and the U.S. How do they find your place? We've got Airbnb, and we're also on TripAdvisor, and we have a website as well, so... Between all that, we, we keep pretty good, pretty busy. So two and a half years, have you become uh, – obviously, you're a resident there already. How hard was that? Everything is a little bit slower here than anywhere in North America or, you know, different places. You know, you got to just go by their rules. You don't uh, – It's I'll, they like paper, but then again, I don't know any government that doesn't like paper. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that difficult. You just do it that way. Take some time. Then what about the business side? Was it pretty much the same as getting a residency? Was it hard to get approval to run a business there? Absolutely not. We hit the ground running. We had a fabulous realtor that uh, we put her on our business registration, and she's a local Belgian, and that way we could hit the ground running literally. And we got all our licensing, our these tourism board licensing, our trade license, uh, and you know all of that renewed yearly as well. You know, we've got uh, we're so legal we squeak. We don't don't believe in doing things under there. <laughs> right. Why did you pick that? Was it was it because of the business that you picked that location to live in, or was there another reason why you chose where you are? Which again, tell me where you are again exactly. San Ignacio, Santa Elena. They call it the Twin mm-hmm. Town, and yeah. we are in the western near the western border. Like our, like I said, we're ten miles from Guatemala, and we're probably about an hour and a half from the water. Belize City. So, so why would um, somebody want to rent your place? What is what is the attraction of being there? Oh my, we have the Mayan ruins. We have um, mountain pine ridges, cave tubing, and zip lining. Uh, Barton Creek canoeing. Um, Tikal in Guatemala is in the area, and the ATM cave tour is absolutely fantastic. We've got just so much to do here um, that if you want to venture, this is the place to come. You See? own a house there. Oh, absolutely. Okay, very nice. So, but that's what most people think is the renting is the best option to get. So, you make sure you like the place, and then, 
before you make a purchase. And you, so you, yeah. you pretty much wanted a more active lifestyle than what the more popular the island offers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. How hard is it, Absolutely. or how easy is it to get to Guatemala from there? Oh, I mean, it's ten minute drive away. Ten minute drive away, and they is it? I mean, is there a issue with crossing or anything? Do they? No, it's a it's a it's a border crossing. You you still have to take your passport and go and and just you know, for people who are, are not residents, they have to pay uh, the exit fee, just like people have to pay when they're flying in and out of Belize, you know, and then you just. Come back in. I've I've been there a few times now and go shopping over there because it's a little bit cheaper over there. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. What is your opinion on Belize City? Do you have to have you had to go there much since you drove in? You didn't really have to fly into the airport or anything. No, but uh, we've been there a few times. We used to, uh, when we first came, we were going down there for our our thirty day stamp, and we also had to deal with the tourism board in Belize City, and we've been there a few times, and it's. It's just not some place that I would go for much of anything, really. There is shopping, I suppose, if you want, if you're a shopper, and I'm not. <laughs> and basically now there's so much more to do um, that is available in this part of the country that it's not really necessary to go to Belize City. There is gang activity in the south side of the city that you just don't want to go anywhere. Is there anything shopping-wise, though, that's been hard to get for you where you are? You know, I don't think so. You know, when we first came, there was a couple of things that I wanted that that I did order from Amazon, you know, like hummingbird feeders. They're getting so much more and more stuff in now that uh, there's really nothing that you absolutely need that you can't get here. And shipping from Amazon is easy there? Well, you have to ship to an address in, in the U.S. and then uh, a whole bunch of different shipping companies that do uh, come down here and so you ship to them, and they'll ship from there back into Belize every two to four weeks. So it usually takes about a month to get anything from Amazon. You know, it, it, it's not difficult by any means, but you still pay your duty, and you're, you know, on everything that comes into the country, right? Right. That's a lot longer than two days we have over here. Though. Yes. Yeah. Like two bucks yeah. There's no like Amazon Prime in Belize. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta be patient. That's the main thing about a lot of these places. People have gone through the, the one of the things they talk about a lot is the patience. You know, it's just a slower pace of life, which is not a bad it thing. Uh, it's just slower, different. Mm-hmm. And that's why we moved here, is it not? You know. Uh, yeah, exactly. One thing that's important though for speed, typically, is healthcare. What's the healthcare situation like for you where you are? Ah, uh, we have uh, two hospitals. We have the public hospital, which is free for everybody here. And then there's the Pay Hospital, which is I believe it's owned by the Seventh Day Adventist Church. And I broke my wrist when we first came, and all said and done, I, I have no uh, insurance. All said and done, I think it costs 400 Belize, which is 200 dollars U.S. dollars. <laughs> you know, with an, and X-rays and all that good stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. for absolutely everything from start to finish, and it was. To me, the healthcare was fine. I have no yeah, issues with it whatsoever. Price. No. But if you had something no. major, would you go back to Canada? Maybe. Depends on what it was. You know. But they have they, most the Belize City has a good hospital. What me? would you have to do to get insurance there? I don't know. I've never looked into it. I know some people have expat insurance, but in that, I think they use that to go back to their home country for mm-hmm. major stuff. But, so the hospital you have to pay for, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily insurance. It's just out of pocket. Yep. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like an x-ray was 30 Belize dollars. Okay. So your broken wrist, though, couldn't be fixed at the free public hospital, or you just chose to go to the other one? <laughs> Actually, it was just before Christmas, so uh, they they were, didn't even want to take an x-ray because they were saving that up for Christmas season. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> that is weird. English speaking, obviously, because everything's over there pretty much is. Um, yeah, and purchasing property is, is a breeze, especially uh, Canadians because we're all we're Commonwealth. Okay. We're still part of the Commonwealth. It was a breeze, no issues whatsoever, and everything's written in English, so that makes a big difference too. Have you done any flights in and out? No, haven't left since we got here. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you must really be liking it then. Oh, we do. We do. We take we take many holidays and go to the ocean on for many holidays. Like last August, we went down. Well, while we have no guests, of course, we went down to Placencia for a couple of nights. And this summer, we'll go to Hopkins for a couple of days, and you know, go back over to the island another time. And yeah, very nice. So you just do what you want. You're retired in a sense. Pretty much. Well, we work on like I work online by you know watching my Airbnb and, and promoting and marketing and that. And, and my husband does the maintenance around the property and he's doing some renovations right now. And yeah, it's, we've got three cabanas and two long-term rentals and our house and just above the river at the Macau river here in Santa Elena. If you had been able to do this same thing in Canada financially and you retired this early, do you think you would get bored pretty fast versus where you are now? Yeah, and it would be cold. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like that cold weather, do you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the with the 90 degrees here that uh, is quite regular in this last month or so. Mm-hmm. Are there anything about Canada you missed, though, or the parts of it that you – food or anything or something yeah. you could do there? Oh, well, I suppose riding our Harleys, um, motorcycles. You know, that was uh, – we did. That was a sad day when we had to sell them. But could you not bring them with have, you over there? Well, it doesn't make sense because of the bumps and the roads and the heat. Um, Harley's are big bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had an 850-pound electric ride, and I have a 150-pound pocket bike that is just works for the for the roads here, right? Because we have lots of speed bumps, pedestrian bumps, and potholes, and so we're still riding. We're just uh, on smaller bikes. That's all. Right. It's not a golf cart community where you are either, is it? No, no. That that would be more on the islands and even some down in Placentia, but here. No, here it's cars and motorcycles. Motorcycles are common there, huh? Yes, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah, that's how it is. And seems like it was anyway. Well, mopeds were popular in Italy when I was there years ago. I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah. Which another thing that was interesting over there was people smoked like crazy back then. It's been a long time since I've been. What do a lot of people smoke in Belize? That's an odd question, but I'm just kind of curious. No, not really. We have some, you know, some do. We I find actually more of uh, the tourists that smoke than the uh, than the locals. Kind of neat is you can buy one cigarette here for 25 Belize cents That's a shilling. <laughs> yeah. Well, over here the laws have gotten. I don't know about in Canada, but here it's super strict now. You. Yes. You can't smoke in restaurants. You can't do this. You can't do that. Do they have the same thing going there? Or is it pretty much wide open? In Canada, it's it's you can't smoke in bars, restaurants, or anything like that, or ten feet or ten meters, or so thirty feet from the door, and all that kind of fun stuff. But here, every restaurant bar has has um, ashtrays 
just ask for one and they'll bring it to you. You can smoke anywhere here. So there's no, there's not a smoking section. It's just any, it's a free for all. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you oh. can, you can drink beer anywhere as well. You can stand in front of the grocery store and buy one <laughs> beer and stand outside and drink it. <laughs> yeah, we have the we have a few of those around New Orleans and some places still, of course, in 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 the, in the states. So when you go to a restaurant, they don't ask you if you want smoking, non-smoking. You may end up sitting by a person that's smoking cigarette. Yeah. Okay. You just sit wherever you feel like sitting. Okay. But there is so no. I know uh, most of our restaurants here are open air, right? So it's say, not yeah. like mm-hmm. being enclosed. Do you love the food there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's great restaurants, and well, we most of the time. One thing that I really enjoyed when we first came was um, not going to a Costco or a Walmart and buying everything at once. Is You go to the market for your fruits and vegetables. You go to the bakery for your breads. Uh, you go to uh, the grocery for your staples. You know, it was always, that's always just fun. <laughs> Did you say you, you cook mostly? Okay, yeah. I couldn't understand. It went through. Okay, so you cook mostly there, and then there are plenty of restaurants where you are, though, if you want to Oh, go. man, absolutely, and some really good ones. And that's one of the things that we do here at Wish Willie River Cabanas is uh, we give our guests a little tour of town, get them orientated and show them all the best restaurants that we have found and, and the bars and show them around and show them where the different things to do here in town are. You're, so you're close to where your cabanas are. Oh yeah. We're in the same yard. We have, we're basically okay. in a concrete compound that uh, mm-hmm. has 14 foot walls around it. <laughs> <laughs> which is a wow. little bit overkill, but then we overlook then we overlook the river and have uh, the most beautiful view in town uh, of San Ignacio and the river. But yeah, it's we're in a secure compound. We have about seven buildings in here. You have a, a river view, you said? Absolutely, yes. When you say secure compound, what what, what kind of security do you mean from the weather, or from uh, people, or what? Uh, from dogs and people, and you know, we we live in what used to be a bar. Way back when, it was a bar. Our, our house is a bar, and then there was other buildings on site for food and, and drink and whatnot. And we didn't um, – these, these were all converted to cabanas before we before we purchased the property. Hmm. So it's like a gated community, or what do you mean? It's just a big wall around yeah. it that people can't climb? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Nice, though. It's super nice. From the streets, it doesn't look great, but from, once you get inside here, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Did was that part of your decision making process? Were you worried about safety, or it just happened to be that way? No, that was the cabana. It just happened chose. to be that way. Where uh, I, I feel pretty safe in, in our community. I walk all over by myself during the day, and anywhere I want to go, I can walk, ride my motorcycle, and everybody knows me. And yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Everybody knows you. How many people are there? We're the second largest city in the country. There's Belize City, and then here. And the only thing that separates the twin towns is the river. And a bridge. I'm thinking there's probably about 30,000. What about expats? Have you found – I mean do you hang out with a lot of people from Canada or the United States or anywhere that have like an expat community? Or are you mingling with the locals more? How, how's that working out? Um, both. Both. There is a large expat community here. Um, there's a lot of things that people do, you know, go and meet at the, a certain bar for a dark day and, you know, going out for lunch together and all that kind of fun stuff. We also have a lot of local friends. It's fantastic. We've got uh, Francis who cuts our bamboo for us down on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. Um, does that kind of thing for us. And his, him and his wife. And we have other friends like our, our realtor and her sister. Both of them were our really close friends. And, and their boyfriend, fiance, and whatnot. And 
Yeah, we have just lots of great friends here. Are most of the expats in business or retired, you think? Most of them are retired. There's some that are in business, but for the most part, they're retired. I would wager, I guess, that a lot of the expats are a little bit older than you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really impressive. 58, 51, that's pretty bold. I like it. I like that story. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty fantastic, and it was an experience to drive down here. We did. It was <laughs> way too cool. Like from northern Alberta to into the U.S. and then Kitty Corner across the U.S. and into Mexico and all the way down. Yeah, it was fantastic. And where did you tell me again you were in Mexico and you didn't really care for it much? What part? I was here in Belize. First town once you come through um, out of Mexico into Belize. Mm-hmm. What's it yeah, called we again? Just didn't care for it. Corazol. It's in Corazol. northern okay. Belize. Do they have a lot of yeah. expats there? Yeah, absolutely. They were everywhere. <laughs> just wasn't for you, huh? Okay. Yeah, no, it just wasn't for us. And, and you know, Placencia is too touristy to, for me as well, like down south. And there again, that little peninsula, you got ocean on one side and lagoon on the other. And you can see, like, it's 100 feet at one point where you can see both sides, and which is makes you wonder how long that's going to be there before it falls into the ocean. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like San Francisco rumors, you know? Yeah, uh, what are yeah some, exactly. Uh, what are some rumors or myths that you heard, or even some truths, I guess, that, that before you made this move that you were kind of surprised did or didn't happen? You know, you, you hear these things like, uh, you know, it's not safe or food's no good or whatever. What are, is there anything that you kind of were surprised about once you got settled in after all your research? The only thing that really bothered me was how how so many of the expats have such a negative look on things, and um, it should be done like this. <laughs> but yet if uh, a foreigner came into their home country and tried to do it their way instead of doing it the way of their country, even like a U.S. expat, say, or even a Canadian expat, if a foreigner came in and tried to do it their way, the Canadians would be upset. And just like same as here, you just got to do everything the Canadian way, no matter if so you this, think it's right or this, wrong. Is this complaining mostly on Facebook or from people that you meet? Oh, absolutely. On the expat sites, it's crazy. Um, mm. When we first got here, there's so many people complaining about immigration, and it was just I I just didn't want to be anywhere near them. <laughs> I, I literally well, they're immigrants. Blocked. What do you mean? What, what's their issue with immigration? Oh, people were saying that there was incompetencies and there is it shouldn't be done like this and it should be done like <laughs> that. And uh-huh. it's oh, just deal with it. It's the way it is. They are improving. Mm-hmm. It is a developing country, and people have to remember right. that. We're not mm-hmm. a first world country yet. You know, we're still developing. Well, could you argue that some of the reasons the, pe- the people – I mean, I don't, I'm not privy to what you're hearing, but are they – some of them maybe constructive ideas to how to develop the country, or are they just bitching? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Most, mostly bitching. Mostly bitching, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that, that doesn't make any sense. You know, you're you're in their country. Do it that way. Right. You know. Mm. And that's, well, they, you know, hence we did everything so legally with uh, getting our business here set up for Wishwilly River Cabanas, and it's just, yeah. I'm not going to put everybody in one group because you're obviously different and generalized too much, but, you know, a lot of people there must not have liked something about their country possibly that they moved. 
So absolutely. Maybe they're just not ever going to be happy. I don't know. Maybe. Well, there, that's exactly the point, right? Um, mm-hmm. In my world, they vote with their feet. Uh-huh. And any expert, the way I look at it, has voted in their country with their feet. Now, if you've uh-huh. left, you have nothing. You can't complain about your country anymore, right? Right. Uh-huh. Okay. You're not there to vote. <laughs> right. You can't vote. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess yeah. there are you know, a lot of people move there have access to the news and to the things to pay attention to that, and they still keep up with it, even though they, you know, have moved and to different countries. Where they, yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> so do you think, Ben, that most of those people are doing that because of financial reasons? Not Because if they're, if they're bitching, then they're probably not necessarily there for – because they love it as much. They just kind of wanted to find a lower cost of living and better weather maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. For us, it was just we were tired of the foreigners coming in and taking our jobs, and uh, mm-hmm. we're tired of the cold. Easy. Let's go. Easy peasy, <laughs> right. Well, the, 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 the seems like the, of course, the biggest sales pitch besides weather is the finances. You go to a lot of places where it's just a lower cost of living. Yeah. Much lower. Yeah. A lot of things are a little bit pricier. Like uh, a lot of things are much lower. Like it, it, I think it balances out in the long run. Other than taxes, that's they're super low, super mm-hmm. super low. Especially compared to Canada, uh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, but you know, income tax, uh, property tax, any of that—that's way, way, way lower than anywhere else that I know of. But because um, we pay our income tax every month, you know, we. Pay our hotel tax every month, Social Security for our, for our housekeeper and all that, you know. But do you think it's a, a wash? Do you think it, that you could have stayed in Canada for the same amount of money? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I thought that's what I heard you say. Okay. Good, good. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now, we have a friend here that was here for eight or nine years, and she's gone back to Canada now, and, and she's having a hard time dealing with the cost of everything up there again financially yeah you mean yeah, mm-hmm. yeah what made absolutely. her decide to go back do you, do, you, do you mind sharing oh she uh um her husband here passed away and she was in the process of moving to mexico but then her house that she still has one in in alberta that uh, she wanted to and she was renting out and her renter skipped out so she's back there looking after the house so she may come back to belize not likely no no, she may go so to Mexico, gonna, though. Okay, so she's probably not going to stay in Canada if she's struggling. She's going to find another place to go. That's part of part yeah. of the fun, though. If you try a few different places, why not, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? We just absolutely love our life here, our, our business, our, our life, our friends, BM locals and expats alike. Um, we just – we have nothing here to complain about. Well, that's great. It's a good attitude. And you don't have any reason – that you have to go back for holidays or any kind of thing either. You're just getting to be no. yourself and do your thing. Nice. You know, we don't have any ties left in Canada other than uh, um, we have a bank account there, and that's it. Right, <laughs> taxes. <laughs> and, no, uh, we, don't, don't, we don't pay taxes. Well, I don't pay taxes. My husband still does, but uh, I, I'm a non-resident now, so. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So y'all didn't have any children, I take it. We have dogs. <laughs> You have done it's fur babies, yeah. Same here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they were, wasn't super complicated to get them over there with you. 
No, we just brought one, and then the other one we got when we were here. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't that difficult at all. There again, just deal with Baja, which is their um, Belize Animal Health Authority, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we it was it was way easier getting into Belize than it was to get to Mexico from the U.S. It mm. was crazy. You have to have yeah. you just have to show rabies shots and other type of thing. I was saying yeah. for these countries Take where you're dogging. Yeah, it's a big yeah, deal. Exactly. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no big deal at all. When you were researching your destination, were you reading International Living Magazine? Absolutely. I mean, I know they offer courses and specific detailed books about countries. Did you get any of that mm-hmm. stuff or just kind of do it all on your own? Uh, no, I did. I did get the uh, – I didn't go to any of the, their events. Uh, I still get notification for Belize mm-hmm. uh, to go to some of those, but I feel that we live here now and we have uh, enough life experience here in Belize that we don't need to to have somebody tell us anything more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there's something uh, I, I I subscribe to. It. I just enjoy it. It's, I think it's you know some of it's a little hype, but it's interesting to read about other places, including. The different places in Belize, you know, there's multiple places. Of course, it's smaller, but, you know, you look at some of these other places and there's just France or Portugal. You know, there's all these different cities and they find all these crazy places and uh, interesting stories. But it'll sell you on it. It'll it'll try to convince you anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. You bet. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good at convincing you. So what about uh, reading, other reading? Do you have access to... If you wanted to read a good book or if you want to go see a movie or some kind of entertainment, they have a lot of that there? Or is it? No. Um, we do have uh, a few bookstores. and The one here in town just closed a little while ago. I'm hoping somebody will open a new one. They, there is no uh, real movie theaters here. I think there is one on one of the islands, and it's only um, sporadic. No, there, there isn't a lot of the kind of thing for entertainment here. Is one bowling alley, and it's down in Placentia, I believe. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, one bowling alley. There may be a theater in Belize City. I'm not sure, but because uh, mm-hmm. we don't go how there too often. It, how long does it take you to drive there? To Belize City is an hour mm-hmm. and a half, and to, to Placentia is three hours. Okay. And, and same to go north up to Corozal. That would be another three hours. So you could drive the whole country from one end to the other in, in one day with no problem. It's a small country. <laughs> So now that you're there, it's almost like, man, we don't really need a vacation necessarily, but is it easy for oh, you yeah. to get to some places you want to go to that, you know, might have been harder to get to from Canada? You know, are you oh, planning absolutely. some trips anywhere? Yeah. Uh, we probably will be within the next uh, year or two. Right now we're still trying to get things uh, renovated and, and uh, settled in here. But for the most part, you know, like I'd like to go and visit my girlfriend in Panama, um, you know, and, I do want to go and check out uh, uh, Roatan and uh, Utila over in Honduras, and they're close, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, yeah, there's lots of places. But like I say, we just go on mini holidays here just, just to go to the ocean exactly. and play in the ocean for a couple of days, and we're good for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. That's one thing, especially the ones that move to Europe and UK, these areas, they can puddle jump pretty much. Get on small right. planes for cheap and go check out, you know, all kind of places. Or get on a train too. That's nice. Uh, yeah. They don't have a whole lot of, I guess, public transportation over there for you, do they? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've got um, 
well, taxis galore. Like okay. every 30 feet, there's a taxi, and the buses are run pretty much nonstop as well to pretty much all places of Belize. They um, and super super cheap. But you, 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 we do call them the chicken bus, you know, because you may have somebody with a chicken in their arm, um, <laughs> <laughs> or you know. But if you get on a local bus that's uh, not an express, it's going to stop every. 100 feet or whatever to pick up or drop off people all the time. So it'll okay. take you a lot longer to get anywhere. But you can go from here to Belize City for, I think, nine Belize dollars. Or if you want to spend the big bucks and spend uh, 14 or 15 and, and get an express bus, you could be there in an hour and a half or take you about three hours um, on the regular bus. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, actually. You know, and they're, they're all retired school buses from North America, which is fine, but they do, you know, they will break down occasionally and they'll just send another bus and pick up the passengers and haul that one off. <laughs> Not yeah. bad, though. They take people to yeah. work and to school, I guess, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like uh, I say, here in town, it's taxis. You know, you can go anywhere in town for five Belize dollars, so $2.50 U.S. will get you pretty much anywhere here in town. If you had to. Give somebody that's considering this some advice. What would be the main things you would tell them to do before they make this move or think about it? Remember, you're going to a different country. Follow the rules and you'll be fine. That's it? Follow the rules. That's it. Follow the rules. You know, like just do it the Belizean way. You know, it's going to take you a little longer. You're on Belize time. You're not You're not <laughs> going 100 miles an hour like you are in North America or anywhere else. You know, slow down. Walk. But it's Say good day to your people walking down the street. Say good morning. Say good afternoon. Stop and chat to your neighbors, you know. But there's no super complicated, horrible thing that you have to. You just kind of have to change your pace and. Yeah, there's no nothing complicated. No, it, it's like I say, it's just follow the rules. Look, read the read the paper. They'll ask for more. Mm-hmm. Read it again. Okay. They'll ask for more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. And what would you say would be their best place or best sources that you found for researching? Where to go or or what to know about Belize? Oh, international living was my go-to for sure. Uh, and then come and visit. You know, everybody tells people you know tell people to uh, rent for you know a year before you decide that you want to buy here and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we jumped in with both feet and we're still very happy and have no idea, no plans to leave or go anywhere. So you wouldn't advise renting that long? Just maybe try a few months. Sure. You know, figure out where you want to be in the country, right? Mm-hmm. That That's your, your biggest thing. Like, I, I would definitely suggest go to each area and see what you think for, you know, a month or so, whatever you figure, just so you can get an idea, you know, because like Hop is on the ocean, but it's a really slow, uh, slow pace, you know, kind of a sleepy little village. Placencia is very fast. The island, Ambergese Key in San Pedro is really, really fast. Key Cocker, the other main Island is slower, you know, it's depending on where you want and what you want. All depends on what you're looking for. Yep, yep. Now well, we wanted something I'm... to keep us busy, and so that's where we're at. <laughs> Sounds like you found it. And love every yeah. second of it. Well, congratulations. That's good information. I appreciate you sharing it with me. I'm glad you guys are so happy and that you found a place to stay and you're able to retire early. That's just great story. Yeah, it is. We love it. And Wish Willie River Cabana is the place to be. And if you come into Cuyahoga District, that's for sure. What's the name of we it? We have the most 
Wish Willie River Cabanas. Wish Willie? Wish Willie. Now, there's a lizard, a uh, black lizard here that Belizeans call a Wish Willie. Okay. <laughs> and on, it, it seems kind of neat because on this property, we have lots of, we have Wish Willies, lots mm-hmm. of, uh, of iguanas. We have Jesus lizards, um, besides, of course, the, the geckos and everything that's in everybody's home. But, you know, it it just worked. We To, to name it the Wish Willie River Cabanas, I thought it was a little bit catchy. And we've got lots of iguanas and lizards on this property, so it works out well. <laughs> it's got a little local flair to it. Of course, if you're afraid of those kind of things, then I guess this is not the place for you. You need to find another place to go to. But I don't know a lot of people that are afraid of those kind, but I did know one, somebody that was. But Some of them can be up to six feet long. Wow. Any yeah, other, and other ones are quite small. Any other things that you weren't used to seeing in Canada? Oh, uh, goatees. I've never heard of one of those. It's kind of like a giant guinea pig. Um, we have them here on the property. Love the birds. We get to see so many birds from up here. We have toucans, uh, collared aracaris, uh, so many different birds. The parrots that go by every day. We try to feed them as much as we can. Everybody has to eat. And just to bring them into the property and show our guests. And that's one of the main things about this place is, you know, the wildlife that we get. Thanks for talking to me on Moving Abroad, and we'll uh, see you on the Facebook. Sounds great. I'll talk to you again. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.